Having traveled to seven different countries in the past six months, one question I am constantly asked is how do you afford that? People always tell me they would love to travel but don't have the money. Well, my friends, today is your lucky day because not being able to afford vacations is no longer an excuse. No, I'm not a trust fund or a sugar baby. I just use World Packers, and now you can too. World Packers is the safest community for travel and volunteering. With World Packers, I can explore, collaborate, and make an impact going virtually anywhere for basically nothing. All I do is type in a location and browse listings. With homestays and hostels to social causes or animal care, I choose my interests and apply to a variety of hosts. You can even read reviews and hear other World Packers experiences to determine if it's a good fit. Just enter your desired dates and apply. It's quick, simple, and saves tons of cash so that you could put the money you'd have spent on accommodation and food towards your flight. World Packers has been an awesome way for me to make connections, meet new people, go on endless adventures, and learn about myself. I used it to stay one month in Albania, and who knows where I'm heading next. Try it yourself, create an account, and use code Coletti to save $10 today. That's C-O-L-L-E-T-T-I to take $10 off today. World Packers, where will you go next? Do you feel frustrated, discouraged, unfulfilled, and burned out? Do you have a yearning for a life that is so much more? Are you sick and tired of hearing rich gurus shell out advice on the law of attraction, but it seems no matter how hard you try, you just can't seem to get the life you know you deserve? Well, listen up, boo, because I have been there too. That's why I am so excited to introduce the launch of my new 12-week coaching program, Write Your Reality. Write Your Reality is a three-month total transformation where you'll be working one-on-one with me to consciously create the reality of your dreams. Maybe you've tried everything but can't seem to make any headway. That's where I come in as your accountability partner, manifestation mentor, psychological expert, and self-help coach. I will take you through 12 weeks of personalized sessions to revamp your self-perception, improve your self-concept, unlearn your old identity, and make huge shifts towards creating the life you've always envisioned. With proven psychological tools, metaphysical techniques, custom-tailored feedback, and radical honesty, you can take my hand and I will teach you how to align with the highest, unlimited, best version of you. Log on to lmcoletti.com to send me a message and we will get started on writing your new reality together. Welcome to another episode of PhD in Self-Hatred. I'm your host, Lauren Coletti. Thank you so much for joining me. I come to y'all with news. Uh, The last 24 hours, a lot has shifted and I really believe that the universe is sorting everything out for me. It's getting the snakes out of the garden, as someone once told me, and divine timing is real. And I want to share why I quit my job, the story. I'm leaving business names out of it for legal purposes, but I did quit my job yesterday and I feel all the feelings. So I wanted to read from my journal and kind of talk about it after and recap some lessons I've been learning along the way. The last three months of my life have been super pivotal. So if this is your first time joining me, I really recommend going back to July and starting there because in July I had a dark night of the soul. It was the ultimate rock bottom where I was rejected in one of the worst ways I've ever felt in my life. 
And that was the best thing that could have happened to me because I was feeling stuck for a while uh, from December up until April. I had my heart broken and I was operating out of a wounded place of not feeling chosen. And so I was grasping and I was coming from a desperate place where I was compulsively dating, just had a some sort of love or sex addiction, as my therapist put it. But it was really that craving for validation and needing to feel wanted. But the issue was, my friends, that in no way did I choose myself. Did I want myself? I hated myself. I rejected myself. I abandoned, betrayed myself. I lost myself. I hated myself. And I was so disgusted with myself. And I needed all of those things to fall apart so that the right now could take place. And if you hear something in the background, I apologize, my cat is playing with her toys. But I'm at a point right now where I feel I've really learned to love myself. The respect I have for myself now is the most I've ever had in my life. Me learning to love myself, which is actually going to be a blog that I write for the month of October. I write a monthly blog, Waking Up. You can check it out on my website. And I'm going to title that blog, What It Looks Like to Learn to Love Yourself or something along those lines, because we hear a lot of people say, especially in the manifestation space, the self-help space, love yourself. But what the fuck does that mean? And how do you do it? And my coaching practice where I mentor people on mostly leaving narcissistic relationships, getting out of narcissistic relationships, or manifesting their new reality, it's all self-worth work. Because when you have high self-worth, you don't magnetize narcissists into your life. When you have high self-worth, you don't date abusive people and tolerate that poor treatment. It's really just a signifier and an indicator that you have a poor relationship with yourself. So when we can learn to work on those boundaries and cultivate a loving relationship with ourselves, where we respect and value ourselves, we will be able to manifest our ideal reality and people that respect us, honor us, choose us, adore us, not people that are toxic. And I speak from firsthand experience because a majority of my relationships in my life have been unhealthy. And I was part of that dysfunction, for sure. We only manifest people into our life that need healing when it's us that needs healing work to do. We only manifest people into our life that hurt us consistently when we're hurting ourselves because they are simply a mirror reflection of our internal state. And so in July, I said, enough's enough, something needs to change, and that something is me. I said, I'm no longer doing this to myself. I'm no longer actively destroying myself, trying to find a home in somebody else. And so I had to make that decision to come back home to myself. And it's been a process, and I continue to learn and grow every single day. But my boundaries the last few months have been the strongest they've ever been in my life. And I feel so powerful and I feel that's the missing piece is us learning to reclaim our power and take back our voice and step into the fullest expression of our authentic self. And that's where my three-step formula for my coaching comes in is first self-evaluation inquiry, taking stock 
of where our limiting beliefs, our wounding and our shadow is. Then step two is diving into that trauma while being educated on, okay, what makes this? What is our nervous system? How did my nervous system get dysregulated? What are the red flags? What don't I want for my life? And then step three is full accountability, taking personal responsibility and autonomy over our lives to learn to listen to our intuition so that we can take aligned action and make those changes. Because as much of a spiritual person as I am, and I love the quantum physics of it, we do live in a 3D reality. And so how can we align our internal world to reflect that of our external world. We have to do that with taking inspired action and learning to trust ourselves. Because a lot of people that have an extensive history of trauma, manifestation can be super complex and complicated because we tend to have a lot more wounding that led to those limiting beliefs than people that have less substantial complex traumatic events in their life because they have higher self-worth than people that have been consistently abused or belittled and made to feel small. And so I cut off so many relationships in July. I stopped dating. I haven't talked to or slept with anyone for the last four months. And it was one of the best choices I could have made. And I ended a lot of relationships, but I was feeling without a purpose. And that's the number one thing I'm calling in right now is purpose work success in my career, finding happiness in my profession. And so I came home from Europe and I was feeling a little bit like a bum, I'm not gonna lie, because I wasn't working. And I manifested this job that was part-time, three days a week at a place that I thought would be fun and easy to work at as a front desk receptionist. I said, you know what, Lauren, I'm a PhD student. How hard could being an assistant be? Well, let me tell you, because I was operating out of a place of such scarcity and lack, this job came in to expand me and was a perfect image of feeling mm, just not appreciated, not welcomed, like I didn't belong, feeling criticized and condemned and judged. And I've been unhappy in this role for the last few weeks, I was praying on it. I knew I had to leave at some point. I said, God, please send me a sign when it's ready. But I stayed out of fear. And yesterday I got a big sign from the universe because once again, I just felt like <laughs> I was being shamed. And I said, fuck this. The old version of me would have continued to tolerate this poor treatment but the version of myself that I'm stepping into says no more. I don't, people please, I don't allow people to walk all over me. And so I wanna read a couple journal entries that I've been writing along the last couple of weeks and share that with you on how maybe this could potentially pertain to your life. If you find yourself in a situation that you're constantly doubting or questioning or has you uh, feeling insecure or fear, is there something better for me? Is this all there is? Maybe it's a relationship. I found this dynamic to reappear very frequently in my life where I've stayed in circumstances or relationships far too long. And the whole time I was in that relationship, whether it be a romantic relationship, in this case, a work relationship, 
trying to figure out how I'm going to leave. And I had to learn how to distinguish my ego from my higher self, which I'll touch on at another point in time. I think that's deserves a whole episode dedicated to it, especially as people that are survivors of verbal, emotional abuse, gaslighting, we can detach from our inner voice and learn to not trust it. So it's all about coming back home and reconnecting with your inner wisdom. So I prompted the question, is this current job aligned with me? And I answered, definitely not aligned, but it feels fine for now. I guess it feels like settling because they did pay me less than minimum wage with no lunch break or not very nice, just bad vibes, no boundaries, texting me outside of work hours. It's overall made me feel small and not very good at all, incompetent, inadequate. I'm not happy, but I'm not miserable either. It's just all right. Side note, I no longer want to accept the reality where I'm settling for things that are just fine. If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. If you have to question it, then it's probably not right for you. Just saying. I'm wondering if staying here is doing me a disservice. I don't like the people who work there for the most part, but I worry that it's all there is. I won't have enough money. I'll run out of funds. It's not a responsible financial decision for me to leave. Financially, I wonder if I'll do more harm than good for myself by quitting. I feel lack and scarcity fears. I worry I won't have any income until God knows when. So I have to stick it out for as long as possible. Also, side note, I no longer choose the reality where I'm sacrificing and suffering in the name of money or picking happiness or money. I don't believe it has to be one or the other. I claim that I can have both. I deserve both. I want to trust myself and have faith something better will fall into place. I want to believe I'll attract my manifestation, which is aligned work. I would only be staying out of fear. I don't want to operate out of this state of mind because that's what has kept me in toxic situations for too long. There's good days, bad days. Sometimes they're nice. Other times they're mean. It's up and down. Intermittent reinforcement makes me question myself. It's not healthy for my mental state. It's not good for our self-esteem or confidence. I want to believe better's out there. I know I deserve more and I'm worth it. An aligned role would look and feel like remote work, work from anywhere, compensation, five figures a month, part-time role, good work environment, supportive coworkers, nice clientele, meaningful, fulfilling, rewarding. I'm of service. I help others. Something I'm passionate and purposeful about. I grow, gain new skills, professional development, value my independence, freedom, autonomy, and agency. I'm valued, affirmed, respected, and appreciated. This is a great exercise I encourage you to do. Write out what an aligned relationship or position would not only look but feel like for you. So you really get clear on your non-negotiables. Then ask yourself this question like I did. Does this job meet these requirements? No, I don't feel validated. I have to report strictly to an office. There's no career development. I'm not utilizing any skills. I don't feel passionate about the work. It's monotonous, not stimulating. I dread going in. I'm not excited. The girls are mean, catty. There's a fake environment with bare minimum pay. I don't feel I could be my authentic self. I don't feel welcomed or belonged. I feel bad about myself, judged. It's not aligned, bottom line. And you would think, okay, that's pretty clear. Sometimes things can be quite clear to us, right? But we, for some reason, don't 
move through the fear because we have a lot of blocks or limitations around it. The resistance and the hesitation, the doubt is what keeps us in these situations for far too long. And when I asked for a sign from the universe, it's like I had that inner knowing, but I didn't believe it right off the bat. My analytical, logical mind tried to rationalize, oh, well, this is all the reasons that you should stay. But inside, the voice kept getting louder and louder and louder until yesterday when I was just like, I cannot afford to ignore this any longer. So I really want you to journal or reflect on the part of you that doesn't feel worthy. I wrote here, the problem is, I don't know why I wouldn't feel worthy of freedom, happiness, or wealth in my career. I do consciously believe I deserve it. The only thing I could think is because of how I grew up, I never saw to believe that it was possible for me. Um, mom and dad, family, parents had a, a terrible relationship with money and career. I think these limiting beliefs were unconsciously passed down to me. I took them on as my own and developed a lack scarcity mindset of settling, working a nine to five that you hate just to get by. Maybe I subconsciously think th these things would make me bad or selfish. I believe I'm worthy of a job that makes me feel good about myself, that provides security, safety, stability. It's more so the fear and doubt piece that I can actually have it. So first step is getting clear. Where do these beliefs come from? When we can pinpoint them, then we can evaluate them. And if you want to work with me, I can help you to examine a better belief that we choose for ourselves. We replace that limiting belief. And then it's all about living up to that new belief. What do I have to embody? What do I have to do? So I become that version of myself, right? So I also journal on where do I feel most powerless? This is a great question to ask yourself, whether it's a relationship or whatever, where are you feeling powerless in this situation? I put, I feel powerless to find work and get a job. I feel powerless regarding my personal autonomy with my finances and independence to be happy with my career. I feel powerless to make decisions. I feel I have to just take what I can get because I have no options, which leaves me stuck, trapped in my circumstances. I feel powerless like I'm invisible. I'm not seen or heard. I fear running out of money. I fear not having, doing, or being enough. I fear not succeeding, failure, shame, embarrassing myself, always struggling and not making anything of myself. I fear that this is all that there is out for me. These fears are not only what manifest to us, situations that are going to reflect and affirm our fears, but they're also what's keeping us trapped in the confines of our mind. So I wrote for myself my authentic code. What are my values? My value, my biggest value, and you can get clear on this for yourself as well, is a role in which I learn more about myself and I get to support others. I am seen and heard, self-expression. It is meaningful and fulfills me. I am self-sufficient, autonomous, liberated, with inspiration, creativity, beauty, connection, and growth. Good question here. What are your blocks and fears and what would the aligned action be if you didn't have them? And I wrote it here, loud and clear. If I didn't have these blocks, I would quit, fill in the blank name of my old job. I wouldn't have the doubt or worry around money and insecurity of scarcity. I wouldn't have the concern I'll run out or nothing better after would be coming. The movement through 
that with trust, complete faith, and belief, I will be supported. All of my needs will be met. So where do you have, for me, it's been a lot of trauma around rejection with jobs, applying to jobs, never hearing back, getting ghosted by recruiters, getting a job and then they disappear, going on interviews and I didn't get it, not getting any callbacks or just rejection letters. So that process was really strenuous on me. It was really um, made me feel a lot of negative emotions about my identity that I had nothing to offer. And I asked myself, what would love say to me about these fears, doubts, insecurities? And I wrote, love would say to me, my concerns are valid, but not true. I am brave. I've done the hardest part already. It takes courage to put yourself out there. I'm worth taking a risk on. The role I seek is seeking me and I'm the perfect fit for it. I have so much to offer. Don't give up on yourself. It's possible for you. It will happen when you both are ready. The dream position would be lucky to have you. Love would tell me I am competent and capable. She would tell me I'm worthy of success. I deserve abundance. I'm important, significant. She would tell me to believe in myself, to trust the process, have faith in my journey and be patient. Don't give up on yourself. Be gentle and take the pressure off. You are supported by the universe. God has your back. You are valuable. You are held. It is possible for you. So when you feel that doubt, that fear, give yourself a pep talk. Ask yourself, what would love tell me? And I'm going to wrap up here with what I just journaled today. And this will be my closing note for you. Right now, I've had a lot of lessons in letting go. Boundaries, releasing, surrender, detachment, and faith. Learning to trust myself and to have a better relationship with my inner voice. To believe my intuition, cultivate a connection with my highest self. To lean in, allowing the universe to support me feel worthy of receiving, and to not settle for anything less than I deserve the bare minimum. That was in uh, parentheses. With this job, it was a violation of my integrity. I did not want to trade my dignity for money. I was not happy with how I was being treated, and that's enough. I couldn't accept it anymore. And learning to not feel bad for putting myself first, to not feel sorry for prioritizing my peace over all, and not apologizing for being selfish for once in my life, because I'm cutting out the fat to make room for something better, saying goodbye to staying small. It wasn't a lined bottom line. That is valid and reason enough. It only was serving the purpose to affirm my old story, which I no longer choose, keeping me stuck down, saying you need to pick money or happiness. You need to sacrifice one for the other. It showed me what I don't want to expand me. It was a test I manifested from low self-worth and chose to leave from high self-worth. I attracted it from fear, doubt, lack, and could have stayed out of obligation, insecurity, and scarcity, but I said no this time. I walked away with love. My higher self spoke, and I listened to her. I'm so proud of myself. I walked through the fear and took a chance. Now I choose to believe that God will show up to provide for me and meet all of my needs. My manifestation wants me. It is ready and will arrive and unfold perfectly. Something big is coming. Greatness is on the way. The universe was preparing, preparing me for my dream. All this time, I thought God was withholding from me, but he was just training me instead to become the highest version of myself. And it's true. God never ghosts you. God never gives up on you, but God wants you to learn 
to believe in yourself, to have faith in yourself, your, your answers are there within you. But are you going to listen? Are you going to trust? So I want you to ask yourself, what is the lesson that you are learning in your current circumstance where you're experiencing adversity or struggle or suffering? What is the universe trying to reveal to you about yourself? And that's where I want to leave that today with that question. So I'm feeling hopeful. I'm feeling excited. I'm feeling promised like something amazing is on the way better than I expected. And I know that it's only in these moments where we lean into our fear and run through it that we can grow and develop. We never get better from staying in our comfort zone, right? We have to push ourselves, challenge ourselves, and that's how we're going to attain living up to the best possible version of ourselves. So thank you so much for listening, my friends. If you want to learn about working one-on-one with me, you can check out my website, kind of revamping it. You could also check out my monthly blog for wisdom bits each month and follow me on Instagram. I have a Write Your Reality, which is my business page. I also have a personal page, Lauren M. Coletti, where you can reach out and let me know what you're experiencing, your thoughts, if you can relate. I'd love if you liked, rated, and shared, and subscribed to this podcast. And I'll speak to you in the next episode.